0: Welcome back to episode three, album three of the Triggers and Triggered A Discography podcast with yours truly, Kevin Schmief. And today, we took it a step further. We brought in a special guest, Koi, to discuss what was probably a fantastic album for us as kids, but how do we feel about it now? But before we get into all that, how are you guys doing today? You still got the names backwards,
1: dude. No, I, I said Koi first. You said Koi Uh, last. I'm on. Well, From from first to last.
2: You said said my name first, introducing yourself. Uh, Someday we'll get that right. Put it in the show notes.
0: I'll put it in the show notes that around episode 50, we'll get the names right. And we'll probably do this properly, but we'll take it as is for now, you know?
3: Yeah, episode 50 from first to last.
0: Yeah, book it. (laughs) So, Kem, do you want to start us off? What brings us back here for episode three, album three? What's going on today? Well, we're talking, like you said, about an album that we very influential. Um, I
2: don't know about you two, but at one point, this was probably my favorite album of all time, uh, and oh, I think yeah. we're going to have a lot to say about it. So, I didn't plan any pre-album discussion questions like I normally do because I think I think we're going to stretch the time limit on this one.
0: Well, I actually came in with some pre album notes just some some general again stealing from you if you don't mind here yeah no
2: go for it take it
0: uh so today's episode we take a deep dive into a data remembers homesick album uh came out in 2009 and doing a little deep dive into this album it peaked at number 21 on the US Billboard 200 it actually went to 165 in the UK uh this album for what i understand has three singles New Jersey Legion ice Tea. i I'm assuming that's what NJ stands for. The Downfall of Us All and Have Faith in Me. Okay. In 2014, The Downfall of Us All, and if it means a lot to you, were certified gold. The album was certified silver in the UK in 2015 and gold in the US in 2016. So all around a pretty, you know, well-accoladed album um From a day to remember, it might even be, as some people would say, one of their best. Might be even one of their worst. Uh, any first thoughts before we dive into this bad boy?
2: You said it had three singles. The it, if it means a lot to you, was released as a single, but like five years later. So it's got four, but the the fourth one wasn't released with the album.
0: Yeah. Sometimes ten years down the road, you still need to put a single out. You know? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's it's
2: definitely one of the more popular tracks on the album. So it makes sense that they re-released it later.
1: Alright, well yeah. with that being said, do you want to dive into the first track here? Yeah. If you have, if you have no first thought
0: wisdoms before we get into this. I, I do have something I want to say first.
2: Oh really? Yeah, it's I just want to preface what I, I feel like I'm going to be negative while we're discussing the individual tracks. So I want to That's- just
1: lead into that by saying this is still an album that i like i just don't think i liked it as an album
0: well I with looked- that being said if you want i'll turn the grill on now we can get the hot house cooking
2: yeah yeah you
0: better get that warmed up cuz i've got some i've got like four things that i
1: think are gonna are gonna take us places i you better get like the milk and the bread ready for afterwards Milk and bread are
0: ready for this hot house episode. With that being said, let's dive into it. Track one off of Homesick, we have The Downfall of Us All. Cam, what do you got?
1: I enjoyed The Downfall of Us All. Uh, I think it's... I give it a seven. I think it's the sort of communal chorus drum beat sort of stuff I I liked that opening I think it's a really interesting way to open an album I think the song's alright
3: the song hits so much differently
1: you know as a kid in high school it's it's still good gets you hyped up but it's definitely not as great as I remember it you know
0: Yeah, I think that's what a lot of us experienced when we listened to this album again, you know, 10 10 years later.
2: You could put that down for just my thoughts on almost every track.
3: And and this is probably going to surprise you, but I'm going to give it a 6. Wow. And note that, yeah, this album is one I definitely still listen to. But there are certain songs that I'll just remove from it when I'm
4: listening.
0: Well, I said that, you know, I think it's a really good really good banger of an opening. Um, you know, I'm very critical of your first track being pretty important for the rest of the album. And so I think this is a great way to start. I think it's a good song that would pull people into the rest of the album. I really like the, the part where, you know, Jeremy screams, let's go. Cause my immediate thought is I'm just going to headbang like crazy until my neck snaps in half. Um, I think this is a very recognizable song and it's a staple in the, a Data to remember umbrella. And I'm I'm a fan of the blend of clean vocals and his screams in this song. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I think it's a pretty good opening. And I just I just generally enjoy this song, and I'd search it out and listen to it. So that leads us into number two on this album, My Life for Hire. And I actually wrote a lot of stuff for this one. Interesting. But I'll save that for the end. Cam, do you want to kick it off for My Life for Hire?
2: Yeah. Uh, I think it's another decent song. I gave it a 6. I think that it's overall weaker than The Downfall of Us All. I like the opening verse, but the chorus doesn't land for me. And as I'm sure we're going to discuss over the entirety of this album, uh, it's like they wrote two songs and just wrote them five different times each. So it's, it's just topic-wise, lyrics-wise, too parallel to
1: the first track. And the the breakdown section just does not do it for me at all. Um, it's okay. I'm going to throw a hard agree in there. A hard agree? What do you got?
3: Well, it's this, the song itself is just a lot of repeating. And going on through the rest of the album, you're going to hear a lot of basically the same thing said in half the songs.
0: Yeah, that seems to be a reoccurring theme for them in this entire album is that it's like Kem said, generally the same song mixed with different lyrics.
2: Yeah, they've got they've got fuck fans who don't like the stuff that we're doing. And then they've got you know, being a touring musician's kind of hard and coming back home, well, the place that I left isn't exactly the same
1: as when I left it. Yeah. And th- those 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 are, you know nine of the songs on the album are so like it's just listening to it as an album it drags because each song blends with
2: the one before it not in a good way they don't transition it's just feels like the same song because it's the same message being being said to you when you listen yeah. to the songs as singles they can work really well. If you listen to your huge library on shuffle and three of these come on during the course of the day, they hit harder because you're not hearing the same song eight times in a row.
0: Yeah. And I, I remember the other day telling you that if you listen to this album for the first time and you, and I asked you, is that the same song or those different tracks? Mm -hmm. I'd be hard pressed to say that those are all different tracks because of how close they're all related and how we, you know, identical the sound is through all of these songs. And so, uh, you know, I think the opening instrumental in My Life for Hire is very weak. It doesn't ascend to much at all, really. Um, you know, I surprisingly enough, I don't like when a data remember does clean vocals. I much prefer when Jeremy does like his screams or what I call the dirty vocals, because I just think he sounds like shit when he's doing cleans. (laughs) And so I really wish there was more screams in this album because I think everything else just kind of falls flat. I mean, the best part of this song is when he says this is a battleground and it's one line. So I, again, I I also gave this song a six out of 10.
2: I, I don't agree. I think the breakdown in this song is awful.
0: It's the part that I enjoyed the most. Honestly, you could scrap the rest of the song.
2: I, I would agree that it doesn't belong in the rest of the song, but I think the rest of the
1: song is the part that you keep.
2: Well you we'll take are it there. You are pickier about cleans than I am, and I am pickier about uncleans
0: than you are. Absolutely. So.
3: Look, I like a I like a good mix in my music, so
0: Yeah, no, I mean if you can do a if you can do a good mix, it works really well, but most bands struggle to find the balance of cleans. and and screams, and it normally just sounds like a jarbled mess that I just want to pass on.
3: This is definitely early Jeremy, and he just has the early 2000s voice of a whiny emo kid. Yes. You know, doing his cleans.
0: Yeah, now that I listen to albums from this time period, it just sounds like everyone was screaming the exact same way. Yeah, I just like his voice when he screams and less of his cleans. (laughs) But we'll take that thought and we'll roll it into number three. I'm made of wax, Larry. What are you made out of? So. I said this was probably my favorite song on the album. Uh, And to answer his question, right, uh, I said I was made of pre-workout and buffalo chicken wraps from Zeb's. That sounds about right. <laughs> Can confirm. Uh, I, I I said again that I would still perform more screaming in these songs, but again, you know, that's I'm not going to get it. The album's already done. So why does it matter? Uh, I do think they did manage to find a good balance between the clean and dirty vocals in the song. I gave it a nine out of ten. I think this is probably one of the best on the album.
2: I gave it an eight. Uh, I would agree with your your last thought there that it's it manages to be catchy and poppy and pop. Punk without losing the metal edge And I think this track Is a really good Example of when a data remember Gets the mix right I don't think
1: it's the best On the album But it's a very good track Boy what do you think
3: It's it's definitely one of my top threes for the album uh, And as Kem said it, it does have a really nice Mix which is one of the reasons I, I rate it so high uh i'll also give it an 8 out of 10. it it doesn't have as much repeating as the previous
0: yeah i think that's where it benefits the most from is that it kind of deviates from the first two songs in a way that actually benefits it yeah so so with three out of the way we'll take it into number four which is the nj legion ice tea or i'm assuming new jersey right And I don't know about you guys, but not a single thing good comes out in New Jersey, so the tea can't be that great. Um, The thoughts I had for this track were that, you know, like we've said before, I think nearly every song so far has had the same identical sounds. And it's like the band took the same instrumental and added different lyrics. And that's similar in track four. Um, This was the first single released from the album, and it's okay. Honestly, I'm not blown away. And if you're asking me, I think the tea should be sweeter. You need to cut down on the amount of sugar you're adding, but... No, you need to add sugar to this song because it's only a 5 out of 10. Interesting. I I think it just misses. Okay. You can take the unsweetened garbage back. Thank you.
1: Interesting. Cole, you got any thoughts on this one?
3: Uh, See, this one still ends up on a playlist. Yeah. Definitely. Um, But it does not go, like, back to back with some of these other songs because, as we said before, it doesn't mesh well with the whole album. I feel like it would have actually been better on their next album. Talking about, you know, uh,
1: leaving home constantly. I could see that. That would make more sense actually. So I don't... I don't want to disagree with what Schmeef tried to tell us here. Uh, but I gave NJ Legion Ice-T a 9. Oh, shit. I think that it's acoustically different from the first three songs in that it it doesn't... It's more... The execution is clearer in the pop-punk sound. They didn't try and
2: force a breakdown where one wasn't necessary. And I like the cleans.
1: So, for me, a song that's almost all cleans works. Um, Also, I think this is the first
0: a day to remember song that I ever heard. Really? I think so.
3: This surprises me.
0: I forgot to mention back when we did track one, the downfall of us all, but the downfall of us all, according to Spotify is their most popular song. And it has 169 and 200,000 wait, 169 million, 200,000 listens on Spotify. And it's the number one most popular day to remember song.
4: Well, it's
0: track two
2: has more plays. Yeah. yeah, And
0: again, I don't know what the Spotify engineers do to determine popularity because track two does have more plays. But that being said, this album does have five of the top 10 most popular.
1: Yeah, that's get the grill going.
0: Very, very surprising. This uh, uh, grill. I'm turning up the heat. We're cranking the propane. Rolling on to number five. Mister Highway's thinking about the end. Let's start with Coy. What do you got, man?
3: I feel like this is another good opener song.
2: I would agree with that. Yeah, the the first like thirty seconds of the song it it could have been used as an entrance to the album. It was really it starts really strong. the
3: the, the problem with with this album is they have like four openers for yeah. the album. And they all sound so similar. Yep. And this is just another one of those, one of the songs from this album that you're going to be like, hey, what's that like six word song from Homesick? And they're going to go off and just start spouting, you know, I made a wax, Larry, the downfall of us all. "Uh, Mr. Highways thinking about the end and you already know what you are or something. And they're going to, they're just going to be confused on which one you're talking about when you're trying to figure out what song you're thinking of. Because they all sound so similar.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say if I gave you lyrics to one of the songs off this album, would you know the title of it? God no. If you just if you just read like if you gave one one verse and you
2: just read the lyrics, they no, they're identical.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I really enjoy this song, Mr. Highway's Thinking About the End. I, I like the fact that I would say at to this point it's the heaviest song on the album. I really like the the follow-up with the heavy wake up that he says.
3: Well, and and the definite, you know, hood classic, disrespect your surroundings.
0: I, I I marked that down as well. I think the breakdown for disrespect your surroundings is absolutely filthy. I think that's probably one of the, I would put that top 10 best breakdowns in a song ever.
3: You, you could be spaced out, you know, pushing, you know, 220, and suddenly you hear disrespect your surrounding and suddenly you're zoned in.
0: I'm telling you right now, if I heard Disrespect Your Surroundings, I'm slapping 5 plate on a deadlift and I'm pulling that shit for 10. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. That being said, I actually gave the song a 10 out of 10. Interesting.
1: Okay. Just because it's got that filthy breakdown. That literally everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I give it a hard 7. But it's just
3: because it's More pleasant to hear than some of the others that sound exactly like it.
0: Yeah, this song actually comes in as their number eight most popular, with nearly 60 million listens. I mean,
2: I I would agree. I gave it a nine. I I echoing everything you guys say. The final breakdown. I know it's iconic. It doesn't doesn't doesn't, for you. Doesn't do it for me. The intro. The intro does it for me. I use okay. The (laughs) wake up. I used the song as an alarm for like eighteen months. Wow, because <laughs> um, it would just that tell you, you to it, wake up. It builds up into it, and then it tells you to wake up, and then it gets you know, then it gets going, and I'm up, and I'm ready to go. The tone differences in Mister Highway's Thinking About the End really do it for me, and and we've talked about that before, where I need I need a lot of variance in my tracks, so especially the 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 final breakdown into the bridge into the final chorus where it's
1: given me the pop punk and it's given me the metal core i really like this track yeah i think this one definitely does
0: it and i i kind of really wish it was the first track on the album because i think it would have done a lot better yeah than the downfall of us all but speaking of the downfall of us all we'll roll that into its sister song have faith in me.
1: What do we think about that one? Yeah, I see. Now this is this is where the
0: grill is ready. If you want to take some sausages off, it doesn't do it for me. Um,
2: it hurts. I gave have faith in me a five, and I wow,
1: I genuinely it's if someone it, I could give it a four. Um. The intro with the drums
2: don't do it for me at all. The lyrics, if you spend half a second to think about it, don't. They just don't do it for me. When I was 18, I, the song was probably good, but I. It just nah. I can't do it anymore. It's just. There are tracks on this album that, looking back now, just feel so juvenile. And I know that when they wrote this album, they were all, like, 18 to 20.
1: And it, like, that just fits everything that's on this album.
3: See, this is definitely one of those songs that causes regression whenever I listen to it. Where, I'll, if I start hearing it, I start regressing back to, like, high school... You know that first breakup, and this is this is one of those definitely one of those songs.
0: Um, this gonna, this song definitely screams teen angst. That's for sure. Yeah,
3: I'm I'm definitely not gonna say it's it's great looking back, but I'd still give it like a a seven, maybe a low seven, high six.
2: Yeah, I can see it. I just it just doesn't connect for me,
1: and I used to like it, so I fully understand why. it's enjoyable if you're going through that and you've, and you just want the
2: surface level sort of release that the, the the song can give you, but
1: it's, I don't know. I listened, I, you know, I look up the lyrics and I'm like, "Ah, I can't.
3: Can we talk about how the switch from the album goes from it's, it's starts off pretty heavy and then it hits this. Yeah. And that just falls flat.
0: Yeah, I see. And this is a problem that I have with albums as well. It's that, you know, you can do things like this, but it's it deviates from the majority of the songs before it. Yeah. And it's I just feel like it disrupts the flow.
3: You could say it disrespects its surroundings.
0: Absolutely. It does. But that being said, Whoop. I gave it an eight out of ten. Right. <laughs> And I looked up the the technicals of the song in Ode to Come here, right? Yeah. Uh, The song charted at number 40 on the Billboard Modern Rock Tracks chart. Certified gold in April of 2017. It was the third single released off the album, right? And I just think it's probably one of the more iconic songs. I mean, it made number seven most popular on Spotify with nearly 100 million listens. So, I mean, I think this is, again, one of those songs that falls into the If I Say a Day to Remember, everyone knows this song, right? That being said, now that I'm nearly 30 years old, yeah, this song doesn't do what it did for me when I was, like, 15. Because it carries a lot of that teen angst.
3: It's definitely a song to, you know, get you into the band, though. If you're, you know, young and starting to listen to to older emo music.
0: Oh, absolutely. I I completely agree that if you listen to this song, I think it, it could branch off into a lot of their other stuff too. So, I think this could be a good like launching point for people. The grill's cooking. The grill <laughs> is cooking. So, do you want to take it to Welcome to the Family?
2: Yeah, we can. Um I don't know what to say. I give it a 6. I like the chorus on this song, but it's it's I don't know, man. It's the same as the earlier tracks.
0: Well, I'm going to ruin this one for you. Go for it. Yeah, hit me. Because I gave it a 10 out of 10. Interesting. Uh, Okay. I said, immediately from the beginning, I'm pulled in. You know, I really prefer the heavy vocals to their cleans. You know, I, I love this song because it feels like one giant middle finger to all the people who have doubted me in my life. And for those who pretend to care about your well-being, right? I think this song is just one giant F you. And even now, I just love the way that it sounds and just listening to it, it gets me hyped up. And then there's literally a lyric in the song where it says, may they bury you alive, followed by a very nasty breakdown where he
1: just screams, move. Yeah, this is the 10 out of 10 for me. Boy, what do you think?
4: This is
3: definitely a situational song. It is really good in concert.
2: Interesting. Okay, I could see it being really good in concert.
3: It is. It's really good in concert, but if I'm just listening to, to Data Remember, randomly, I'll put this in with all their heavy songs. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say it's one of my favorites. But I, I like your your thoughts of uh, it being just a giant fu. Uh, I give it a. I give it a six out of ten.
0: Yeah, I I mean again, I really love their heavier stuff. I think it it just it sounds better when he's doing the heavy stuff versus cleans. God, the grill's so cooking. The grill is so cooking. Do you want to take it to Homesick? Is it getting hotter for you right now? No, I don't I don't know if Homesick's going to get anything hotter. I give I give Homesick a 5.
2: Really? It's, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, um I mean, <laughs> the chorus is thematically decent but that's because they only wrote one song for the album so of course it's going to be um i don't like the transition into the chorus on homesick it feels really
1: weird to me i don't know if you have any notes about that
0: so you want to know what's crazy and i was doing in my deep dive i found a lot of interesting stuff about this song in particular and about the album as a whole okay and so I found out that Chad Gilbert, and you're probably not going to know the name, right? But he's of new, the band Newfound Glory. Okay. And supposedly he helped structure the band's songs, which makes so much more sense because I'm not a fan of Newfound Glory, right? They have a, a couple of popular songs. But if you listen to, to how Newfound Glory sounds and you listen to the album, it makes sense as to why these songs sound the way that they do. And then to branch off of that, I was listening to an interview someone did with Jeremy, right. About his, you know, what, you know, what was the, like the, the decisions behind this album and the inspiration for these songs. Right. Yep. And he stated that he wanted this album to be both heavier and poppier. And I, I think they succeeded on the poppier, on the poppier part, but yeah, they, I, n- they nailed poppier, but I yeah. don't think they nailed the heavier part. And, because of that, I
1: think that hurts the overall album. That's, I'm bringing that back up on the grill. Yeah. Uh, you want to bring it up now while it's sizzling? No, 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 no. We got, we got lots of sizzling, and I'm saving it all. By
0: the way, I did give this song a five out of 10. The band did make an acoustic version of this song. I, have, I don't care for it either.
3: I don't even know if I've heard it. I have not heard the acoustic version because I don't very much like this song.
0: It's it's very and middle of the road.
3: It feels so weird to say that, considering it's the namesake of the album.
0: Yeah, how do we feel about that? Do we like when bands do that? Do you think you expect more from the song if it's literally named after the album? I only care if it's the first track on the album, or like after an intro track,
2: the first real track on the album. If it's later in the album, it's just it's
0: just a name. I just feel like it kind of brings down what I expect from the album. I mean, granted, it's, what, track eight at this point? But it's like, if you're going to name it after the album, you should at least put more effort into this track.
2: I don't know. But, it, it, I think it emblemizes everything that's going on in the album.
1: Mostly because there's, like, one note to the album. Yeah, <laughs> at it's, least an F, it's an F minor. So...
2: I don't have any issue with the track being called Homesick and the album being called Homesick because the whole album is about being homesick, but I just wish there was literally anything else on it.
3: Yeah, you, there's nothing besides being homesick and whining about it.
0: Well, there is track number nine, holding it down for the underground. Ken, what do we feel? I don't know if this is going to be spicy. I give holding it down for the underground at nine. No, I'm, I'm in general agreement with
2: that. But normally we disagree because you like the heavier stuff and I'm tolerant of it is how I would describe it. I would say this track is the first time on the album the I'm no longer a kid and the world is changing around me vibe from, from the past couple songs has worked
1: for me. And I want to highlight the line, I have the greatest faith in fools, I turned my back and Out Came the Wolves. I think Holding It Down for the Underground is one of the three best
2: tracks on the album, and I can't pick between it and J. Legion Ice-T and Mr. Highway's Thinking About
4: the End.
0: Now, what if I told you, keep everything you just said in mind, right? Yep. What if I told you that in the interview I watched of Jeremy about this album, right, he stated that the sole inspiration for this song came after he lost two of his closest family members And once you know that, once you listen to the track and you listen to the things being said in this song, I feel like it hits just a notch deeper than just kind of like a first or second take. And so I really enjoy this song because life is heavy, man. Life is trash sometimes. And so I can appreciate the the heaviness to the song, but also the fact that it packs a very sentimental punch. And so I gave it an 8 out of 10. I think this is a great song.
3: I believe we're all in agreement here that it is indeed a great song. And speaking of it, uh, just starting off, it's first first line saying, being through a lot this last year, and it's like everything I love is slipping away. Uh definitely sounds like it came from the inspiration of losing people every time he comes home, just realizes less people are there, alive, etc. So it's definitely a very good sounding song, and I like the lyrics too. So I also think uh, about 9 out of 10.
0: Yeah, I kind of get this visual that, like, you know, he leaves and say you got 10 people at home, right? And you leave for that first time and you come back and there's only nine people. And you're like, well, wait, what happened? I was only gone for six months, right? But then you leave again and you come back and now there's only five. And you realize that every time you leave, you lose a little bit more and more to the point where at some point you're going to come back and there's just going to be you in that room, right? And so I, I think this song carries a lot of weight. And deserves to be, what, top three off this album, honestly?
3: Top three, top two.
0: Yeah, I would
2: comfortably agree with top three. Um, I think we have different top threes, but this is in all of our top
0: threes. So given that, that leads us into number 10, you already know what you are. And let me just say that I love how this song starts out. Again, I think the album's high points come off of when Jeremy is using the heavy, dirty vocals. Um, in his interview, he stated that this song is specifically about negative people and music critics, which is ironic because that's what we're doing here today. Um, not necessarily being negative about the music. Well, in some cases, we are, but you know, we're still music critics nonetheless. Um, but yeah, I think this is a really good song. I think it's, you know, a song about people who need to make good choices for themselves and feeling like, you know, they might be pressured or influenced by other people. And I gave the song an eight out of 10. I I like the heaviness to the song. I like that. You know, it's about forging your own path and making good decisions for your own life. Despite what outside voices might be saying.
2: I think, I think Koi should go first. I don't think you want to hear
0: about the song.
3: I, I can mirror that in, in little bits, but speaking about, it's just talking against music critics and stuff. Why, why did they make the song only, a, you know, about a minute and a half?
4: Yeah, that's
0: another thing too. What, what's with the shortness of this song compared to the rest of them?
3: Short, sweet, just middle finger.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a minute and a half long, definitely the shortest on the entire album, but I think it, it gets
1: exactly to the point. Is this gonna be a hot house take from Kem right uh, here? Or do you we... wanna hear it? I Oh, should I, I don't
2: wanna take the sausages off? Get get the fire extinguisher. The fire <laughs> extinguisher. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Really Just like... all right. I like for you personally, get the fire extinguisher. I don't know if I don't know if there's gonna be a lot of disagreement publicly about this. Uh, this is the worst song on the album, and it's not it's oh my not that God.
1: close. Um, this is it's not it's not good um this you, I, let me read let me read the line from my note and then i'll elaborate a little bit um
2: this track feels like the aborted child of two different songs sutured <laughs> together and notionally connected with no deeper meaning <laughs> And very little work done to transition the two different tones. Um, It feels like they had a breakdown for another track, uh, scrapped the chorus and verses of the other track, and then went, fuck it, we'll just do the breakdown again, and we'll make that its own song.
0: Wow, I just took a bite of this sausage and I burned my whole mouth. I, I, I think if they cut this song, the album's better. Wow. Wow. I I came out of the gate with an 8, and you just tell me to go eat it. Yeah, just, you know, get rid of this. It's not good. Come back oh with my, something else. Oh, my
2: God.
0: Wow.
3: <laughs> I can't even.
0: He just took my face and just scraped it across the grill right there. Yeah, that's why I wanted you, like, you to have
2: the fire extinguisher, because I don't know if, I don't, I think the popular opinion is going to probably fall somewhere in the middle, but, like, it uh, I, I got th- I got third degree burns. I because I listen to a day to remember a lot at at different times. I've made playlists of the albums, but like in my playlist, that
0: that song's off. It's it's not in it. Wow. Well, well, let me ask you about the next song. Another song about the weekend is that in a playlist? Uh, another song about the weekend is definitely in the playlist. Another song about the weekend is an eight out of ten. I think another
2: song about the weekend has the most concrete identity of any of the songs on the album. I don't think it's the best song on the album, but I think it's the one that they went into with the best idea of what they wanted. And then they executed on that the most completely. And I got a little bit of spice on this one. They should have caught, have faith in me entitled this have faith in me.
3: Yes. Yes. Uh, This is what I was going to say. I
0: literally Uh, mentioned that uh, I have comments about that. (laughs) <laughs> oh man. I coy, uh, do you want to go first?
3: Oh, uh, that's so what he uh he just got my sentiments all right there. It really bothered me that that, that this wasn't the song that they, they had named, Have Faith in Me. And it is infinitely better than Have Faith in Me. Yeah. And I like Have Faith in Me because I like soft songs as well. But
0: man, this yeah. is this... <laughs> I'm I'm really glad you brought that. I I find it very interesting that all three of us had notes about that specific line, because first, let me just say T.G.I.F. Another song about the weekend, but uh, I found it interesting that this song had the lyrics "Have faith in me" in it, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I I gave this song a seven out of ten because I just like how this song tells a story about the journeys that we take, our longing for adventures and newer experiences, and you know just having faith in those you keep in your life and look after those that look after you. And so again, I, I am mimic the, the thought that this should have been have faith in me. And you could even scrap have faith in me completely. If you call this one, have faith in me. Right. Yeah. It's, It's. And so I'm, I'm really curious if they did that intentionally and included that lyric and like what the thought process was here, because it is a much better song.
3: I, I gotta throw this into. Uh, I think about the path past four times I've went to see a day to remember. Yes, I've seen them a lot. They were my favorite band at one point. And they always play Have Faith in Me. And I don't think I've ever heard another song about The weekend played live from them. What a
0: shame. Yeah, that's an absolute shame. And it they, doesn't they do, even break top ten, either.
3: They, they do play, I think, four of my favorite songs normally. So.
0: so I'm just, I have a pretty good feeling where this next one's going to go and it's the last track in the album, but if it means a lot to you, you want to talk about this one? You see how I did that there?
2: I th- i think I'll go last on this one.
0: I think that oh. makes most no sense. Boy, we're putting sausages back uh, on this, on this one.
3: He is. He's definitely grown out of this song.
0: I think he's grown out of this band, period. I think we all kind of have it to some degree.
2: I don't necessarily agree with that part.
0: Let me just say that if it means a lot to you, is their second most popular with 216 million? And if you were keeping tabs and writing numbers down, it has more than the downfall of us all. Again, we're still trying to get in touch with Spotify engineers to determine what the hell determines that. But regardless it does have the most listens to it's their second most popular song, but I gave it a seven out of 10, you know, this might be, and as I just said, this confirms it, the band's biggest song and probably their most successful song. Um, It just seems like it's got a constant back and forth from the previous songs on this album. It's almost identical to anything before it. Um, It, but it's interesting that a lot of the albums we've done so far have closed out with like this slow-paced, beautiful singing song. And I do like the acoustic guitar in this song because it's at the end. You know, so you know, it's not a bad song. It's their most popular. You could almost say it's their most iconic song. But, you know, just a 7 out of 10. It doesn't blow me away, but I will listen to it. Man, I fucking love this song. <laughs> 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 uh, oh is, no! I'm afraid is, of Cam's answer. <laughs> this, <laughs>
4: I like sizzle. singing
3: along with it, and this is this is always their outro, their encore song, and this is definitely a wind down song. And this definitely makes it on like a sad playlist, but most of it doesn't feel right for a heavier album. So I guess it kind of makes sense that it made its way on the homesick, but
4: he's
0: going to ruin it for you. He's going to say something that's just going to absolutely trigger the shit out of you.
2: I don't, I don't think I'm going to ruin it for him.
0: All right. Well, we're dying to hear your take on this. song. All right. You got, you
2: got the milk ready. You got the, the fire extinguisher.
0: I got, I'm shirtless with an apron on, and these sausages are hot. I'm really glad that oh, you, boy. you
2: already know what you are is on this album, because otherwise I'd be repeating the same things that I said about Led Sales Paper Anchor, in that oh. the most popular song on the album, probably one of the band's most popular songs of all time, is actually the worst song on the album. <laughs> Oh, this Oh, much, <laughs> much like Have Faith in Me, If It Means a Lot to You is a song that I, I used to listen to a lot and it used to resonate with me. When I was 15, this song slapped. When I was 18, this song slapped. When I was 22, this song slapped. Oh, I gave it a four.
4: <laughs> I...
2: Wow.
1: I find it whiny and juvenile and just, I'm like, it's
2: just, it just sounds like complaining and I'm not interested in making things work. And yeah, touring's hard. <laughs> the, the the dueling vocals with the female vocalist, they're okay. They don't do it for me. I don't really like that kind of thing. Um, female vocalist? F- I find the the just interspersed multiple vocalists, the chorus, I find very repetitive. And I think the outro is so long. It just feels like it's just, it just goes on forever. It drags. So when you say this is their outro song at concerts, that makes sense. I understand why other people like it. It doesn't do it for me anymore. I This is another one that when I made my version of Homesick to listen to, this one got cut a couple years ago, and it's no longer in there. Wow.
3: Yeah, also wow.
0: Yeah, my grill just caught on fire.
3: <laughs> this is this is from somebody that doesn't like constant screaming, and this, ha- this song has none.
1: Yeah. I don't. <sighs> wow.
2: NJ Legion D is one of my favorite songs on the album. This one,
1: I
0: don't. It clearly didn't mean a lot to you.
1: No, can't can't do it.
0: Well,
3: it did. It just doesn't anymore.
1: You
0: know what? I'd like to do an interview with 15 year old Kem.
4: Yeah, me because too.
0: Is this song a 10 at that point? 15 year old Cam could use a lot of help. That's, well, you could say that about 30-year-old Cam now, but... You're not wrong. We'll save that for the Patreon episode. So, that being said, that's every song we have on this album. Who wants to start us off with some final thoughts on the complete thing? You still got the grill going? The grill? Oh, boy, are you serious? I mean, I'm just saying, do you
2: want to get final thoughts first, or do you want to to get into the...
0: Wow. Well, you just gave us third degree burns again with that one. So maybe we should let Coy give final thoughts on the album before oh. you clearly just give us a lashing here. I'm not, I'm
2: not going for just the building. I'm going for the whole city with these hot takes.
0: I got the fire department on standby, but they even told me this might be a lost cause. Yeah. Get the national guard. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: huh. Okay. Well, that's, we're waiting for that. So in the meantime, Koi, do you want to at least put some water on this fire?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Clearly,
3: a data remember loves this this whole album because three of their songs are constantly in their, their ten song concerts. Uh, they always open with the downfall of us all. They always end with if it means a lot to you, and they normally have half have, have faith in me in it. So <laughs> not most of our top threes ever end up in their concerts. From this album specifically.
4: Yeah, two of
1: those were in my bottom half. Yeah. Uh look, this is this is not this is neither their best album nor their worst.
3: I'm going to say it's like flat in the middle. It has a few stinkers. We all know it has a few stinkers.
1: Well, if you're Cam,
2: the whole album stinks. No, 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 no. it's not the whole. I get three tracks nines here. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not the whole album.
3: Hit them with a 999.
1: Well, I guess I'll take the middle thought before Kem burns every single bridge in town. Oh, no.
0: I think this is a really solid album by A Day to Remember. <laughs> Again, I don't think it's their best. However, you can't disagree that it doesn't contain some of their most popular songs, right?
3: It definitely does. And they. Me...
0: Yo, go ahead. What do you got?
3: It feels like they wrote three maybe four songs and then tried to stretch to get a whole album
0: yeah to have 12 total songs and then try to tell me that they're all unique songs is a lie right you may have changed the name on some of them but it's, it's really the same song but you know and again just from my personal style now i would prefer more heavier vocals and while I can get some of that from this album, I think that the album misses as a whole. My overall rating for this album is a 7.58. So again, not the worst that we've reviewed so far. Not the best though, but I would I would still listen to this entire album front to back and without any skips. So with that being said, I guess we will light this thing on fire yeah. and burn the whole city
1: down. So Cam. Close it out. Yeah, so you you like the heavy stuff, right? Very much so. You you like their growls? I I do. I think they have better heavy tracks
2: on both adjacent albums, hands down. <laughs> I I think just right. just on the, just you know. For those who have heart, and what separates me from you, both have better happy That's not a hot take, I I think.
3: I I don't think so.
2: If, I don't, uh, I can't actually agree with what I'm about to say, but it's a thought that crossed my mind, and I went and listened to more of their stuff, just to make sure I didn't agree with this. But the hot
1: take is, homesick, isn't a top three a day to remember album? Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's
4: mm.
0: it's got their two most popular songs on it. Yeah, but it's not top three album. And I don't, can, I don't agree can, with it.
2: I, I ended up having in my own listening, it has to be third. Wow. What separates me from
1: you is second. For those who have heart that's you know that's clearly first in my mind. I was I spent
2: several days listening to Old Record which is a re-recorded remix of their first album lots of lots of times I I listened to it for several days trying to decide if I could put it above Homesick and and I decided in the end I can't
1: but it was something that I spent a lot of time trying to figure out Okay are are you ready for the, the
2: the
0: hot take? That wasn't it. That was the that was the pretty warm take. I'm lying on the ground screaming cuz my body's on fire. You've already burned koi into ash, okay? And nice you're that. telling us yeah, that Mr. now you're going to light he's going to light another fire. Okay? Well, you know, send it off, man. Get this funeral pyre going. Homesick doesn't have a top ten a day to remember song on it.
1: Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Man, wow! I,
3: I, I'd have to think about that because you might be right.
1: Yeah, I sat really? down. And,
2: I sat down and thought about it, and I've got ten songs that I would put. Uh, it depends no. on the day. I think N. J. Legion, I see Mister Highway thinking about the end, or Holding It Down from the Underground on certain days. Could all be the ninth or tenth for me, but I've got ten that are in their top fifteen that aren't on this album, and so I could, I could make the argument that Homesick doesn't have a top ten track on it.
0: Nah, no, I disagree. Mister Highway's Thinking About the End is definitely in a top ten all time.
2: See, that's the thing. I don't think it's if it's if it's in the top ten, it's like eight, nine, or ten. That's still on the top ten. Right, yeah. but I don't Go think lightly. it's I don't it's think it's bad.
1: that I don't think it's that much different than the tracks that are at eleven. So like
0: I will disrespect your surroundings. Just,
2: okay? just for the record, so I don't have people freaking out about how I'm just making a hot
0: take. Well, we want them to freak out, man. There Off will of, be riots in the streets. I no, I burned the streets down. There are no streets. Oh no. boy. Off of
2: For Those Who Have Heart, I have Monument, Colder Than My Heart, if you can imagine, and A Shot in the Dark. Off of the For Those Who Have Heart reissue, these tracks are And Their Name Was Treason re-recorded bonus tracks. I have Heartless, You Should Have Killed Me When You Had The Chance, and Why Walk on Water When We've Got Boats. Which is why I think For Those Who Have Heart just has better heavy stuff, because those three tracks are pretty heavy. Well, two of them are very heavy, and I think they're better than anything on this album. Off of Common Courtesy, I have I'm Already Gone. Off of Old Record, which is And Their Name Was Treason re-recorded and remixed, I have A Second Glance. And off of What Separates Me From You, I have All Signs, Point To Lauderdale, and U.V. Tales, I'll Be Sonic. And I think those are arguably A Data Remembers' top ten songs.
3: No Second Sucks, no All I Want.
1: Yeah, that's, I, it's, I think you can make arguments for them. And see, that's
0: the problem, because there's a lot of songs that I think a top 10 here would be pretty tough for me to do. Just because I like, there's a lot of songs that I like about the same. And it would depend on the day. Do I want to go heavier or do I want to go moderate heavy?
2: The thing is, I think regardless of the day, if you want to go heavy, you're picking things off other albums first. If you want to go moderately heavy, you're picking things off other albums first.
3: Well, you're you're definitely pulling from bad vibrations or what separates me from you. And for those who have heart more often than you're pulling from homesick.
1: Well, now that the town is completely burned down, (laughs) now that we have nothing left but ruin. And that all that we have are, are these final thoughts.
0: Cam, I mean, do you want to just take us a distance and close this one out? Do you want to leave off with anything for the people? If there's anyone still alive and not Ash?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll say I, this is an album that at one point in my life, I really liked a lot. And so I'm disappointed in it. It's still got a 6.8 from me. So like it's rated higher than Lead Sales Paper Anchor, which I think I was much more positive about in our discussion.
0: That's an understatement. Now,
2: I it's just that I thought when I sat down to listen to this and I pulled my notebook out and I went and I turned off all the distractions and I got into it. I thought I was going to come away with an album that was a seven and a half, a 7.7. You know, I thought it was going to be challenging for one of my big boards top albums of all time. So when it didn't really approach those sorts of heights, I found it really disappointing and i'm sort of struggling with with the dissonance
1: of where i thought i would put this album before i sat down and listened to it boy any final thoughts
3: reiterate what kem said at the end
1: well we have
0: burned anything that we have left i think it is all gone at this point this might be the downfall of this podcast <laughs> so we will take that and we will close off. This has been episode three, album three, A Data Remembers Homesick. And we will catch you in episode four.